This is episode three of the Locked In Sports Podcast. All right, here we go. A lot happened yesterday. Today is Sunday. A lot happened in college football yesterday. Uh, I'm going to do this. Um, early Sunday games just finished, so I'm going to finish this, go watch some more, write some more, and then we'll get to NFL later this episode. Uh, first thing I want to start with is, uh, was I wrong about Oklahoma? Um, there's a lot of, well, most of the NFL and college football analysts, they, they say crazy things. Maybe they believe it. But they don't they don't correct themselves when they're wrong, um, and maybe I was wrong about Oklahoma. Um, well, at least at least halfway wrong. Uh, I think I was wrong about Oklahoma, but I was correct about Spencer Rattler. So, OU played Texas, and uh, last episode I was talking about OU and who they who they've played and who they've almost lost to, and I said Oklahoma or I said uh, Texas is their biggest competition in two weeks. I said, does that really matter though? Because they've almost lost to Tulane in West Virginia. Um, I, OU they they played a a, a good second half. Um, final score fifty fifty five to forty eight with a walk off touchdown. They were driving. They were getting ready to uh, kick a field goal. They were just running the ball, trying to get it to the right hash mark that their kicker wanted on, getting ready to kick a game winning field goal. And and their running back just popped free for probably about a twenty yard walk off touchdown. Um, Spencer Rattler, their quarterback, starting quarterback, got benched after he threw an interception, which it wasn't really his fault. Um, uh, either he threw the wrong pass or his his receiver ran the wrong route. Um, the the announcers said that they thought it was supposed to be an in route, uh, and Spencer just he he dropped back and threw it like like an anticipation throw. Threw it right to the to the defender, and if the tight end or receiver ran the route Spencer thought he was going to run, it would have been a, a a completion for a first down. But the wide receiver ran an out route instead of an in route directly to the to the defense, and I don't know if that was uh like I said a Spencer mistake or he ran the wrong route. Either way, I can't really put that on Spencer because I don't know if that was his fault or not but it's still an interception and uh i mean you know the best quarterbacks throw the those anticipation routes that's how you get the open man before they're open you're not always going to be running wide open you got to throw it before the they turn around sometimes but he threw an interception and he got strip sacked so he uh just you know an edge rusher strip sacked him he was nine for 16 with 112 yards before he got benched with two turnovers. Uh, Caleb Williams, backup quarterback, who OU fans were calling for um, against West Virginia. It was like I talked about it in episode two, I think, or one. Uh, Spencer threw a bad interception about the 30-yard line. And they were booing him. We want Caleb. We want Caleb. Uh, Caleb never came in. Spencer finished out that game, and they won. They're still undefeated. They're actually number four now. New AP poll just came out. Uh, OU's number four. Um, Caleb Williams came in. He went 15 for 24 with 211 yards, two touchdowns. So, I mean, it, it doesn't look like OU is the problem. I think Spencer is the problem and always has been the problem. He got benched last year versus Texas for for basically the same game. Uh, on the year, Spencer has 10 sacks, two fumbles, and he's got five interceptions in six games. Um, that's about 
an interception a game, you know, a little bit less than an interception a game. And you might say the sacks aren't his fault. He had two sacks Saturday against Texas in the first half. Caleb Williams didn't get sacked at all. He had no sacks, no interceptions, two touchdown passes, and one rushing touchdown. Uh, I think Caleb Williams went for about 86 yards rushing on five, four or five attempts. Uh, I, I wonder how they're going to treat the situation. Because Spencer was benched last year versus Texas, came back and finished the season. But when you, when you bench your quarterback and the backup not only comes in and wins the game, but he plays better. Okay, you you think about uh, Alabama. What two two three years ago, Jalen Hurts couldn't get anything going in the national championship versus Georgia. Tua comes in and plays better than him, and he gets the starting job. Fast forward next season, Tua can't get anything going. Jalen Hurts comes in, finishes the game, and wins. Uh, Jalen ended up transferring to Oklahoma, but. That's what happened in at Alabama when Tua came in and replaced Jalen and got the starting job. Caleb Williams comes in and plays better against the same team. It's not like they they finished this game with a win and said, "All right, going forward, we're gonna we're gonna start Caleb next week." No, Spencer Rattler got benched, and Caleb Williams had an awesome game versus the same team they were playing. Um, Texas isn't great this year. I mean, when was the last time they were great? But Spencer Rattler, I mean, I don't like to be mean to the guy. Well, I mean, I guess I do. If you listen to the other episodes, I talk talk a lot of crap about this guy. But he was he was the Heisman favorite coming into the season. And he's got almost nothing to show for it. It, it, can't, it can't be the team. When, when OU is pulling it out every week and they're 5-0, and they're pulling it out. Every week, somehow, some way, whether it's it's a miracle or they just get it together towards the end of the game, they're winning. And I don't think it's I don't think they're winning with Spencer. I think they're winning despite what he's doing. I, I I'm very interested to see if if they started because if they start Caleb because when you bench a guy, I mean that it kind of kills kills his spirit. But honestly, I really don't care. There's a show on Netflix called QB1, and they follow like number, uh, like top quarterbacks around the country, uh, their senior year of high school. Uh, generally, it doesn't come out until like their sophomore year of college. Um, I remember one year, it was Jake Fromm, um, Justin Fields, and some other guy. Uh, but last, the last season um, was Spencer Rattler. Um, Kentucky's quarterback and then Jake no Jake Garcia was on a different show anyways Spencer Rattler was I I don't like to cuss on this show because I don't think I have yet but I just want to keep it open for everybody to listen to it but he he was the biggest jerk I think I've ever seen and you know those guys who kind of you know men they, they we like to rag on each other right but it's all in fun because I throw a jab at you and you throw a jab at me and we we can laugh about it. But he was just so freaking mean to his backup quarterback and his backup took it. I feel bad for his backup. He uh high school backup, he or er, he went to Michigan, offered a scholarship and I I guess it was during his physical, he found out he had a um a heart problem and he can never play football again. 
So I really feel bad for that guy. But I, I, I maybe it's uh, maybe it's karma because because of how mean Spencer was to him. They they had a quarterback battle in practice one day. They were just kind of goofing off before practice, <clears throat> and Spencer Spencer was throwing terrible balls and yelling at his receivers. And then uh, I don't I forget his backup's name, but he was throwing dimes, hitting them in the hands, and they were just dropping them. And he was like, "Dude, you you freaking suck! You suck! I'm so much better than you." And when the dude, he was like, "I'm no, I was throwing good balls." And Spencer was like, "Fight me, bro!" Like he, he he's just a, not a good person from what I saw on the show. And he ended up getting in trouble at, at school. He got suspended for like the last game, I think. They never ended up coming out and saying what it was, but they said there was no drugs, no fighting, or anything like that. But it. I wonder what it could be to get suspended from school, suspended from the last game that wasn't drugs or fighting. I wonder what he had done, but he doesn't seem like a good kid. He doesn't seem like a nice guy. And obviously, with the stats I just showed you, it doesn't seem like he's a good college quarterback. So I'm very interested to see what the Sooners do uh, going forward with this quarterback situation. All right, let's start with the very top of college football or at least was until last night. Alabama lost to unranked A&M. But let's not sit here and act like Texas A&M is a truly unranked team. They were number five in the country three three weeks ago. Number five, right? So this is not an unranked bullcrap school. A&M lost to number 16, Arkansas. That's what got them their first loss. Number number 16, Arkansas, then moved to number 8 after that win. Uh, so let's not act like they were a, a, an unranked school. A&M's a good school. But Alabama, after that loss, moves four spots down to the number 5 spot. Number 1, Georgia, they move up from number 2 after that loss, and they beat Auburn. Um, Georgia's the best team in the country. I'd be almost, almost surprised if they don't win the national championship this year. Uh, I don't want them to because then Georgia fans are going to act like 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 they're the Patriots or the or Alabama who who they're, they're just this great school who always wins. They've been close a few times, but I, Georgia fans they're they're the Cowboy fans of college football. Every year is their they every year is their year. When they lose, it's not their fault, bad calls. I I I can't stand Georgia fans. So I hope they don't win. I hope we deprive Georgia Bulldog fans as long as we can. Uh, hopefully somebody else sneaks in there. I don't know if Alabama would do it this year. If you watched, if you've watched them this year, they don't look good. Um, they've beaten everybody except A and M, but they don't they don't beat them like they normally do. Uh, and then they lose to A and M. They allowed a lot of yards, a lot of points. Uh, first loss, Nick Saban's first loss to a former assistant coach. He coached with uh, Jimbo Fisher at LSU, and now Jimbo is head coach of A&M. Uh, Saban is now 24-1 and against former assistant coaches. Uh, number two, Iowa beat Penn State. They were number three. Penn State was number four. Um, Penn State is number seven now. Uh, Oklahoma moves up to number four from number six after beating Texas. Um, number six, Ohio State, and then number seven, Penn State. Uh, I don't agree with the six and seven. The the AP poll seems to have no 
no rhyme or reason. But let's we, we can't get too caught up in the AP poll because if if this is the list going into what week eight, when the uh, playoff committee comes into play, uh, things could shake up. Georgia could be number six if the playoff committee wanted them to. I don't believe so. I think they are the best team in the country. But the AP poll does not mean playoff spots. Okay, it it might mean it, it will mean uh, bowl games for anybody who's not in the top four. Uh, but and and then uh, I think everybody on like top ten is probably going to get a New Year's Six bowl. But the top four is the only thing that matters when it comes to the playoff committee. AP poll will take care of everything else. But we can't get too wrapped. If you're a Ohio State fan or an Oklahoma fan, like, don't get too nervous about being four and six because you could be in there. Uh, I don't think Ohio State will be. I don't think they should be. I don't understand how uh, you lose to the number three team. As Penn State, you lose to the number three team in the country. Now number two, the second best team in the country. And, and you drop three spots. Oh, You drop behind an Ohio State team who lost to Oregon. Right? They were number th- Oregon was number three at the time. But they lost to an Oregon team who lost to Stanford. That's not a good loss. At least Penn State's loss is against the number three team in the country. There, I, I wish I was on the poll. I wish I was the here and there of college football because I, I would be, I'd be a lot better than these these jokers. They're probably just Wall Street brokers who, in their on their off days, watch college football. I mean, I guess that's technically what I do. I watch football when I'm off, but I, I think I think I'd be a lot better than them. Um, now the playoff playoff committee they're different they're they're pretty smart, um, but you know you're never gonna make everybody happy. I guess I don't I'm I'm not the one they're trying to make happy. But that moving moving from number four to seven dropping past in Ohio State that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Penn State, Iowa. Penn State lost their quarterback Sean Clifford. Uh Sean Clifford was my reason I thought Penn State would beat Iowa. He's a good quarterback, protects the ball pretty well. Um, he was my reason they would win. But he threw two interceptions, got hurt. No, yeah, he threw two interceptions, got hurt. Penn State also threw two interceptions with their backup and lost a fumble. Uh, Iowa didn't play a crazy game. Their quarterback didn't have a an amazing game. He threw about 50% completions, maybe a little bit more than that, about 170 yards. But you don't win a football game with five turnovers. And the crazy thing is, if I told you somebody had five turnovers to the number three team in the country, you would you would assume the score is like 58 to 10, right? Five turnovers versus the number three team in the country. But they lost by three points. So that that kind of tells me Penn State is a lot better than number seven. And maybe Iowa isn't deserving of that number two spot. You give you give any of those other teams five turnovers? Give Georgia five turnovers. I mean, come on. Give Georgia five turnovers. And it's 66 to nothing. Okay, you, you, you can't. I think Georgia... Actually gave up their first touchdown on the season Saturday. We're in week five. Okay, that's a defense right there. So uh, Georgia gave up their first touchdown Saturday. But 
Like I said, you don't win a game with five turnovers. All right, let's backtrack a little bit to when I said the AP poll seems to have no rhyme or reason. Ole Miss jumped over Notre Dame. They went from number 17 to number 13. And Notre Dame won Saturday and sat still at number 14. Okay, now if you don't agree with this, I understand. I'm a pretty big Notre Dame defender. Uh, not every year, but generally every year. They're undefeated, probably 6-0, and maybe 5-0. and And they get later into the season and they lose a game. And, oh, Notre Dame sucks. We should have known. We should have known. Notre Dame sucks. Notre Dame was number nine, and they lost to number five, Cincinnati. And they dropped five spots and moved to number 14. They win on Saturday and get jumped. They stayed still at number 14. That, that, that doesn't make any sense to me, and I don't know if it's the AP poll being scared to rank them number nine or rank them higher than that. When they were number nine, I said, I, I, I think they should be higher. And the only reason they're not higher is because the AP poll is scared of criticism for overrating Notre Dame again. Notre Dame is underrated right now at number 14. But the worst part about that is Notre Dame has a, has a pretty easy schedule coming up. But with that one loss, Notre Dame could easily win out and miss the playoffs. They could finish with one loss and miss the playoffs because they are too scared to put them in the playoffs again. I it, This shouldn't be about criticism, okay? If you get criticized for making a bad decision, own up to it and say, okay, yeah, I was wrong. And if you admit that mistake and people keep coming back to you about it, that, hey, that, that's on them. That's not on you. You admitted your mistake, you try to move on from it, and they're still upset about it. What what they're doing by being unfair to Notre Dame is punishing Notre Dame for criticism from people that don't, that, that don't matter. Notre Dame is not a number 14 team in the country. If you, as the AP poll, truly believe that now at, at number uh, 3, Cincinnati's number 3 now, we're number 5 when they beat Notre Dame. If you believe at the time that Cincinnati was worthy of the number five ranking. And now Cincinnati is worthy of the number three ranking. That's their only loss. And you have them at number 14. 14. To get jumped by an Ole Miss team with one loss. They both have one loss. Okay? Notre Dame's or uh, Ole Miss's loss comes from Alabama, number five team in the nation now. So, you have two teams that have both lost to the number five team in the nation. Different teams, Cincinnati was five, and now Alabama's five. You have two teams that have lost to the number five team in the country. One is higher than the other. What sense does that make? And now, now your old number five team is the number three team in the country. So if you have two teams that have one loss, one to the third team in the country, one to the fifth team. That that that, that doesn't make much sense to me. Uh, you have you have one team that lost to a better team, and, and somehow they're ranked worse. If the name of the school wasn't Notre Dame, they'd be a lot higher. They might even be top ten. All right, if you made it this far, I know I said I was going to talk about some NFL Sunday, but 
nothing really happened today that I really want to talk about. Nothing too exciting. Uh, there is a good late game tonight, Bills Chiefs. Uh, I may get into that uh, probably Tuesday because I will if I if I do an episode about the NFL, I'd like to cover cover Monday night too. So uh, if you made it this far, I appreciate you listening again. Uh, keep an eye out for Kentucky versus Georgia Saturday. Uh, thanks for listening. Peace out.